out the corner of my eye, I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so well. Welcome back to the WRSU crew here on WRSU FM, New Brunswick, Dennis Geisler, Dylan McCoy, Jack Basea, Chris Aconis, somewhere else. Uh, Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Learning, learning Greek to, uh, I gotta... to talk on air. <laughs> actively learning Greek. He has gone to find uh, Rosetta Stone. I'm going to try to get the the remote. This is great physical comedy. I'm going to try to turn on the WNBA draft right now. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about the uh, NFL draft. Yes, it's uh, it's coming up. I believe it's, it starts the 28th, I want to say. Uh, it's always in that late April time frame. Thursday, April 28th is day one. Uh, a lot of emotional investment in this room uh because the new york football teams are terrible i don't think there's another word for it the giants have the fifth and the seventh pick i believe the jets also have two picks in the top 10 i don't know where exactly i think it's three and maybe eight but we also have a lot of emotional investment because wrsu will be hosting a mock draft speaking of which uh dennis give the the date for the mock draft uh, i don't remember when, when Chris gets in here, we'll, when Chris we'll drop, gets the, we'll in drop here, the date. We have two tentative dates for things <laughs> that everyone at the station wants to do. The basketball game and the mock draft. <laughs> oh, we want to do it. Oh, we just don't know when, though. I We knew when we were going to do it. I just forgot. Um, and Chris back, gets back, will remind us. But on that topic, I proposed a trade last week to Chris. Uh, neither of you were here, uh, and he didn't want to make the, the call without you guys. Um we tried to get you guys to call in, but uh, you I've, didn't respond. I've heard, I've heard about this. Have you heard Dylan, what the trade is? Yes, Have you heard the conditions? Yes, Dylan, I right. did not. Dylan, get ready. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Oh boy. Uh, you have Miami. I have Tampa Bay. Me and Amir. The entire Miami draft plus Tua for Brady. That is awesome. I, like, it's, like obviously, it's a really awesome trade. Obviously, no, but that's amazing. I, Come on. <laughs> I mean... You got Tyreek. Great defense. But that's... You need a quarterback who can hold things down, put a, put together a team. I mean, he's come in. That's essentially... Put together a team that's, right there. That's essentially us saying that if the that the Dolphins are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl, which is possibly true. I don't think it's that untrue. But at the same time, this is, this is like Herschel Walker levels of hemorrhaging our future. Yeah, but that was for a running back. It's true. I mean, Jack, and that's the I thing. Would, it's only this year. I'm not asking future. I'm just saying this, this year. Is, this is not a. This is not a uh, super super fantastic class either. It's not a super fantastic dr- class. And remember, the Dolphins don't actually have a great pick. It's 29. They have the uh, 49ers pick. They don't have their own. I I really hate the trade for you. Being it, uh, it is probably a stupid trade for me. I just think it's very funny. It is very. It is very funny. I'm just saying. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it if I if I were you. Um, and then okay. that would also wipe out an entire team for us in our draft board. That means we don't even don't even draft. I mean, you made this trade. Team. That is. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, plenty of teams don't have. Uh, I mean, I, for our purposes, plenty of teams don't have first round picks. Um, so it's not that weird to have a team that's just who kind has, of a dead space. Who has the L.A. Rams? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't actually know. <laughs> I think I could check that. Let me see if I can do that. I, I yeah, I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I I think it's not a horrible trade for the Buccaneers because it kind of needs to be a rebuilding season right now. Um, if you got Tom Brady I mean, on the roster, you're not. You're not why, saying why, why? Why rebuilding though? You're I'm not, not saying rebuilding necessarily, but certainly like it feels like an awkward point right now. I think that the Dolphins can definitely get something done now, and I think the the Buccaneers can look towards the future. So the L.A. Rams are going to be GM'd by uh, the some of the top brass now at the at the uh, sports department here. It's going to be Gideon, Dylan Allen, and outgoing GM Jake Schmid. Hmm. Mm, that that's a that's a good squad actually. That is a good squad. Well, they got a lot to choose from. Rams got a lot. Of, Rams definitely invested in their draft heavy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll see. They, I mean, yeah, they could keep making trades. I honestly, I just wanted to make some really cool trade. Um, I think this is a very cool trade. 
It is a cool trade. I I, Chris is, I, I will give you that. Chris, Chris is back to give his take. Our, our third yeah. general manager. We talked about it a little bit. I, I would like to hear his opinion, though, on the air. Chris, we're talking about the trade to end all trades. Oh, the, the trade. Yeah, you decide to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then that didn't pick up. But well, let yeah. me ask my co-GMs, what do you make of the I'm trade? T- I'm telling, actively telling Dennis to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. That's Okay. I think I think it, I don't think we can deliberate appropriately with the other side of the what deal in the room. I think I think we need a moment to ourselves yes, here. I agree. Do you want me to leave the room? <laughs> I think you need to go to the music. No, 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 no. Go to the music. Not going to leave the room. Dennis, go to the music meeting for five minutes. Let's talk about it, and then you can come back in and we'll give you our decision. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Yes, go supervise them. They seem to be up to no good. Don't turn on. Don't turn. Don't turn on any speakers in Studio A. Yeah, actually, actively turn down the speakers. Yes, they're not on. Turn it to program. Yeah, I don't even think you can put them on. I don't remember the last time I was able to. All right, all right. All right whatever. All, all right. right, so we have a decision to make. He is willing to trade us the entire draft for Tom, for Brady. Tom Brady. Man. Or wait, is he trading us the entire draft? No, no, no. We're, we're trading. I, I misspoke. We're trading draft. him the entire draft for Tom Brady. Now, the Miami Dolphins are Miami Dolphins. Oh, I kind of just got a little sick saying that. Our Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Do you really want to have? Put, let me. Let me. I'll let, me, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Our Miami Dolphins have offensive playmakers, a pretty good defense. We had a good coach until you maybe know, the best happened. left tackle in the league now. Yes. Yes. So let me ask you this: Tom Brady, who shows zero signs of slowing down, but is still forty-five. Okay, but I'll, I'll put it to you this, this is, way: this is Rams. He plays. If he plays the way he did last year on the Miami Dolphins with the pieces Let's, the Miami Dolphins have, do you think they could win a Super Bowl? Yes absolutely. or no? Yes or no? I yes. think they're the favorites in the AFC East if they get Tom Brady. I mean, not that this would happen in real life. I'm just scared. I'm just scared with Tom Brady. We saw what happened with Peyton Manning where he literally took a nosedive off the Grand Canyon in his last year. And with it was, Tom Brady... It, yeah, gonna, but you could see signs before that. Like... Well, he won the MVP. Pey- okay, but Peyton Manning also had like serious neck surgery, and like Tom Brady has been like pretty injury free. His you know, and it's not like we'll be throwing him to the wolves with our line. Like you said, we have arguably the best left tackle in the league right when, now. When is the last time Brady had a major injury? Was it 08? 2008? Yes. Yeah, the torn ACL, the Matt Castle experience. I think they still won eleven and five that year. They did. That's which amazing. tells you that he's a system quarterback. But uh, <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> um, I think we pull the. I think we pull the trigger. I think this makes us an instant contender in the AFC. Uh, I, I'm more confident in his longevity than I was maybe two years ago, and I think you know. You, at the end of the day, those picks are going to help you win a championship much more than whatever you get with those late first rounder or that late second rounder. Um, I, I just think it's. I think it's too good of a deal to pass up. And frankly, I think the judges are going to chew him up and spit him out when they hear that he made this trade. So, so we're we're locking it in. I'm I'm down if you guys are down. I'm down. Jack. All right. I guess we're doing it. I'll go call him back in. You know what that does mean though, Chris? What? Tom Brady back in the AFC East. That's well, what that, I'm the that's general manager means. of the Miami Dolphins. You're so also the general manager of the New York Jets. I, right now, I'm the manager of the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. And as do the you, general manager of the Miami Dolphins. Do you think the judges will also take that into account though? Probably. No. Probably no. Not. You just have to look at it team by team. Fair. So. That's also on whoever the commissioner is for uh, putting two teams in the same division on the same team, but whatever. All right, let me uh, let me go get him back in so we can uh, give him our verdict. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and we have a trade, as Roger Goodell would say. But Jack, you know you're, while you're they're missing, gone, you're missing all the booze in the, uh, in the, <laughs> in the uh, stands as well. And if it's the first pick, Goodell will literally yeah. be like raising his arms, yeah. like like he's, hyping hyping up the crowd, like he's like a WWE wrestler trying to get. I think we feet. have in the first overall pick Renee Howard from. I believe Kentucky. that's Ryan Howard. All right, is it, what's it, up? It's, uh, it's R H Y N E. I've I've made it back. We accept. All right, uh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. That's that's. I'm so happy. This is already like more like dramatic than last year's mock draft. That's was. the thing. I think one of my main priorities okay. was making well, a uh, dramatic I'm gonna, blockbuster trade in the uh, in the group. Me. Yes. I would love to see the. Res- I would love to hear some of the responses on it. Right. Yeah, I. Here, I'll, uh, I'll like. I'll I'd like do trade alert it. and everything too. <laughs> trade alert. Get a. All right, Ryan Howard, number one overall pick. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> Second all-time leading scorer. Is um 
Uh, Pretty I'm, impressive. I'm blanking on her name, but uh, from South Carolina, Boston. I don't Aaliyah know. Boston. Is she eligible in this draft? I think uh, so. I don't think she's declared. Oh, really? Really? I thought uh, she was a senior. I, I don't think Oh, Veronica so. Burton is uh, fifth available. That's a name that uh, Big Ten fans will remember. Yes. But... You know, let's uh, we we can talk about the the actual NFL draft now, Chris. We both have two <laughs> two picks in the top ten. Uh, I looked up a mock draft from ESPN.com expert. I'm trying to see the name, uh, Jordan Reed. I don't okay. know how you value his draft expertise. I have not seen a mock draft from him, but two weeks to start of round one. I'll only go over the important picks. So this draft has Malik Willis going at two to the Lions, which I believe is going to happen you know i think the jared goff experiment is nice but he doesn't have anything around him and he's not good enough or athletic enough to make things happen without superstars that's uh, a very quick pop in uh Aaliyah boston is not did not declare she has another year of eligibility uh, thank you dennis our resident wa wnba expert dennis Geisler. thanks there's just an expert in any sport we i would agree <laughs> i mean i could so, just ask him about super rugby the jets at, answer the jets at four Get Kayvon Thibodeau. I am a bit surprised that he has fallen the way that he has. Yeah, he was weird because I don't understand why. He was a consensus, <laughs> I feel like, number one pick like two or three months ago. Yeah. And it's not like he, you know, underperformed his senior year or, or you know, suffered a catastrophic injury. He just kind of fell off. It's very weird. Because I remember when, when the st- the regular season ended, Jet fans were saying, "Ugh, we're picking here. There's no way Kayvon Thibodeau will be on the board and now I would say it's probably more likely that he is on the board than he isn't and if he is I, I don't even think Joe Douglas is gonna like let any of the clock time wind down before he picks him yeah this this is also assuming so this draft is Evan Neal going at three uh Aiden Hutchinson going at one I think Aiden Hutchinson has become where Thibodeau was about a month or two ago he is pretty much the consensus uh number one pick you know I mean, yeah he's got he's, I mean I've seen um the guy from NC State also as potential number one. Ikum Ikanwu. Yes. This draft has him going at five to the Giants, which would be, you know, if Evan Neal. I've seen some drafts where Evan Neal is on the board at five. And if the Giants don't take him and Evan Neal's on the board, I'm boycotting oh, their yeah. games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I but, think the top four is fairly clear to me. Like, which players are the top four, I think, are clear to me. Which players get picked in which order is the question, I think. Yeah, I think it's Thibodeau, Neal, Hutchinson, Equanu, in some order. I'd say so. I mean, uh, obviously, like a quarterback, like Detroit at two is the big like wild card because no, they could take picking a-, a quarterback. Don't don't. Uh, I'm just saying it, it would be a horrendous idea too. Quarterbacks I guess is what I'm saying. Quarterbacks value always goes up towards the draft. It always happens. There's it always does, a reach. But like, I I think a reach would be picking a quarterback in the top ten. Not- well, this draft has two quarterbacks going in the top ten because. The Panthers take Kenny Pickett at six, which I I see that happening too. They need a quarterback. I'll tell you right if now. You're that's gonna not pick, what we're if you're going to pick a franchise quarterback, though, be certain on it. Don't go for a B level prospect. Go for the best prospect you think you can possibly get. Yes. In the next, like what? I don't know. And that's the thing. It's two, like three years. Don't go for a Kenny Pickett or a. Sam Corral or what's the guy's name? Matt Corral. I'm just, I, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. I, I kind of want to see that's Dan- a, that. That goes to show you how much I, I think of Matt Corral. I kind of want to so. see Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. If you guys know who that is, uh, he hasn't done one recently. He's not. He's he works for NFL.com. He is mm-hmm. really good at uh, picking them. But we'll we'll stick with this one. See, I feel Jordan like Reed. I feel like the conversation for you, Dylan and Chris and Dennis. Um, I mean, Dennis, you're a Bears fan, so that's yeah, I'm like, just yeah, kind of having a, a time. The next pick is uh, Dennis's first round pick. Thank little, you for that. A little different, but yeah, no problem. For me, man. like Cowboys are so far down the board, so like I'm not even like really thinking what we're how how we're gonna get what we get, and we don't do we don't do anything in free agency anyway. So yeah, like, you should have been th- <laughs> your, your team should have like, been thinking about keeping Amari Cooper, but yeah, you know. so, and I'm not very high on those guys right now. I'm still root for them. I'm still a diehard Cowboys fan, but I'm not very happy with them right now. So. You know, the NFL draft is like, you know, there's no like, there's no like big time quarterback Trevor Lawrence type of prospect in there that you could kind of get excited about. And the Cowboys are at a low point right now for me. So it's, I'm trying my best to keep up with it, but it's, it's been tough with all those factors. Now at number seven, after improving the offensive line, the Giants go defensive line and take a guy who 
I've been hearing could go top five. I, he's just a lot of athleticism and a lot of question marks. It's Trayvon Walker from Georgia. I don't know if you guys have been hearing the hype, but lately, you know, I've been hearing people talk about Trayvon Walker like he could go, you know, in the top three. Just because of his athleticism and his upside. You know, he's one of those guys that, it, you know, it's, it's a question mark. You know, he hasn't shown a lot, like, on film per se. He's got nine and a half career sacks at Georgia, but... You know, sometimes it sometimes the athleticism translates well. Yeah, I mean, it's it might be a reach, but I mean, yeah, I, I just I get a little wary when you see these late jumps, like a month before the draft, because usually you are what your tape says you are, and if the tape didn't have him as a top three or top five guy, you know, there's probably a reason. And that's not to say he can't be very good, but I, I think. I get a little skeptical when someone's stock suddenly goes up at this stage of the game. I mean, I'm not – I don't disagree with you. I, and, you know, at seven, according to this mock draft, there's still the best cornerback in the draft available, which, you know, if you're looking to move on from James, great James name, Bradbury. Sauce, Sauce Gardner. That's a great name. Especially if you're looking to move on from James Bradbury, which, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, it looks like the Giants are going to for cap space. I've been seeing his name in trade rumors all offseason. Um, How do you get the nickname Sauce? Is there, the is, there, is there something that is there something that I missed? Uh, I personally don't know. I his tell nickname you. Sauce was given to him by a youth football coach at age six due to his affinity for dipping sauces. That's that, a great. That's, that's a nice. great. Oh, that's story. a lot better than I just assumed it was because <laughs> he got the sauce. But yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I guess. It is Wikipedia, and you know how our professors say: don't quote Wikipedia. Wikipedia is usually pretty accurate because they require secondary sources. Yep. Yeah. So, Most of the time they have references. Like That's what I'm right, saying. You just but, go on Wikipedia and then copy and paste references. All right. By the way, Dylan Allen is not a fan of our trade. <laughs> well, That's his he, problem. Well, yeah, he's not a judge. Who are you paired with, by the way? Uh, Amir. I, I, I did speak to Amir. No, I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I'm just, I just forgot. Yeah, who, it's Amir. The commissioner put uh, you with. Good squad. Good squad. Yes. Chris, do we have a full lineup of the, uh, the uh, judges this year? Yes, we do. you said Troy... So, uh, is it official? Uh, wait, uh, no, he's getting on a hockey binge. Troy <laughs> Dasavano. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when that actually There's not happened. enough hockey's on crew. That was a good one. Need more hockey's. Yeah, we've got a couple that me and can load up, and I just haven't. That's a nice voice crack. Need need that one. Yeah. Troy Dasavano. Severely. Yes. But, uh, anyway, yeah, it's Troy, it's uh, Kaor, and it's Raj. Oh, it's a good squad. Great squad. FCC be on the lookout for Raj. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we'll just keep him away from the board and have delay ready to go. <laughs> It'll be like Nightline. <laughs> but uh, all right, rounding out the top ten, uh, this draft at eight has the Falcons selecting Kyle Hamilton, who's another guy who's been sliding down draft boards lately. You know, I think early in the draft he was seen as the best non-defensive end defensive prospect, and you know. Lately, his film, you know, if you've been breaking it down, it's been a lot less, you know, a guy who can be your main safety and a lot more a guy who can play, like, on the edge as an outside linebacker. But, you know, we'll have to see. He's 6'4". I think he's got great play recognition. His speed maybe leaves something to be desired, and that is maybe why uh, he's falling down these boards. But I think any team that gets him is going to, you know, instantly have a star on their defense, especially if they, you know, put him in the right place. But I'm also biased. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Outside of, like, the top, top picks, I've kind of not been too deep in the draft this year. I don't know why it is. It's just... There's just not as many, like... It's kind of a... I'm not even going to say it's a bad draft. I'm saying I don't know enough about it to judge one way or the other. I get the feeling that this draft is underwhelming. It's not a good draft at, like, the positions where, like, if you had a top quarterback, it'd be easier. Yeah, but I'm not even saying quarterback. Like, there's no, like, there isn't, like, a Saquon Barkley type at running back. There isn't, like, you know, a generational wide receiver or. There's a lot of good wide receivers. Good, but no, but there's no one that's like, oh, my God, we need to get this guy on our team at all costs. You Mm -hmm. know? By the way, the Jets don't get. Calvin Johnson type or something. Yeah, something to that effect. Um, You know, uh, or I would even say, like, you know, I'll be honest. I have been, you know, it's long been a meme of the Jets picking a wide receiver in the second round and that wide receiver not going on. But if Bo Melton well, is on the board when the Jets pick in the second round, I think you got to get him. Well, Chris, I want to see Bo Melton two? as a Dallas Cowboy. He's being projected as an early day two guy. That's 
in the scouts I follow on Twitter. They, That's they really been, he did a great about, job with the combine. And that is pro day was also great. Here's the thing with Bo, and this is to a certain extent true with Isaiah Pacheco too. I'm I'm gonna try and phrase this in a diplomatic way. I know exactly what you're gonna say. When you exactly. are working with either a passing game or a blocking game that is limited in certain facets of the football game. Wow, diplomatic. It is going to be. It is going to be hard to, A, put up the stats that people want to see out of someone who's, like, in the first or second round. And, two, you're not going to have as much good tape to work off of. That is a fair point. There's only so much that you can see out of bubble screens on third and eight. That is definitely a fair point. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean. And I think that's part of the reason why, in addition to just, you know, Rutgers not winning a ton of football games over the course of both of their careers. What? No way. Sam, <laughs> with the exception of maybe last year. Even then, it was three conference games. Yeah, I know, but but you know, I think that kind of was yeah, it three no. or was just two, wasn't it? It was uh, last year. It was two. The year before, it was yes, three. Yes. I, yeah. The the semantics of last year confuses me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I, like, I I guess I just have not been following the scouts there because it kind of surprised me because I remember he was a third day middle of the third day guy and now he's just been shooting up well, which is good for him honestly you know, he's it's a, good for us <laughs> he's a good technical route runner and when you're a good mm-hmm. technical route runner included with running a 434 which i don't think any of us expected you know Bo Mountain's like fast and he looks fast but like you said chris you know he's probably more talented than the guys he had you know around him i, I would say that's fair to say i'd say the same with pacheco and you know i i saw I'm not going to say this is my comparison, but I saw Debo Samuel comparisons for Bo Melton. I think it's because of his body type. Yeah. I think it's because he could be – I, I think it. he could fit in as, like, a hybrid wide receiver running back type in the NFL with the way he plays. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I also think, you know, I'm curious to see what you guys think of where Pacheco will project out to. I would Did, say he had a he had a I, I will say he had a private workout with the Broncos scheduled after his pro day. Um, I don't think it's happened yet, but I'm interested to see how it goes. It's a weak running back class too, you know. I could see I would say maybe third fourth round at the highest, maybe a day three I could, guy. I could see him being good though because he's five eleven, like two. Oh, he's five, it's like five eleven ish. Like he has the physical five eleven, like two twenty. I agree. But then he also was very quick. He was one of the fastest running backs in the combine. With that build and that ability to, you know, be fast and as Chris said in a diplomatic fashion, the Rutgers offense is very bad. So that, that's not what I said. They're you're putting uh, words into my mouth now. No, you're being diplomatic about <laughs> libel. It, Chris. Uh, you're, yes. uh, sorry, sorry, don't sue me for slander and libel. But uh <laughs> with what money? I don't have to <laughs> But uh you know, the point is, Isaiah Pacheco, I think, really does have the tools to be a good running back in the league if he gets into the right situation. We say that I say that literally all the time when it comes to these professional drafts. Like, if you get into the right situation, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, I, I would say, too, like, the other situation, thing with Pacheco situation, is, not only does he have, like, the build and the speed, but he's also, like, ridiculously strong for a running back. 27 bench reps on 225. Yeah, I mean, that That's was, an impressive number. I mean, that was, like, about what Tverdov put up, No. And got they had what, the numbers. 50 pounds I mean, on. why don't you look I'm, at my Daily Targum article? Maybe you'll find it. I, I don't have it up. You wrote it a few weeks ago, Jack. <laughs> but, uh, but, Chris, I don't think t- I mentioned you talked about uh, yeah. the Jets taking a wide receiver in round two. This one has them taking Garrett Wilson. At oh, 10. I would love that, too. I'm not exclusively on, but, like, no. if Garrett Wilson is available in the second round, I would have zero I mean, problem with them it, taking I him. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, the Jets did go after a wide receiver, so it seems like that Joe Douglas wants, like, a number one guy. I mean, I think you'd be fine with Garrett Wilson. I personally think if I were a GM, I would take Drake London uh, over Garrett Wilson. But I don't think you'd be mad with either. No, no. But that's the nice thing about wide receivers is it's such a deep talent pool most years that you can get a good guy in the second or third round. It's not so much like with other positions where it's like you have to get one in the first round or early second at the latest. Like you can get a guy on day two that can be a very good contributor. Yeah, this so this draft has I, – I know I wasn't going past the top ten, but it has Washington taking Drake London at 11. And, you know, with all the jokes I make about Carson Wentz, that team with another wide receiver, like another wide receiver one, would be absolutely terrifying. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Drake London all together would be a scary sight for all the secondaries in the NFC East. But – Yeah. 
I feel I feel bad for Dennis because he's just like, yeah, these teams are gonna take people, you know. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're gonna I, draft people. For 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 my real life <laughs> Bears, I I do not have much interest in this draft. <laughs> I it's kind of unfortunate, but that that's how it goes. Um, I'm just going to go out there and play some hard Matt Nagy football. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore, thankfully. I'm at this point, I am much more interested in uh, our own mock draft (laughs) than in uh, the real draft, because in the real draft, uh, I mean, one, there's just not a lot of excitement that I think could happen. As Chris said, not a lot of like generational prospects, especially on offense. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm just not really feeling the, um, what's it called? Um, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, the the bears aren't in there. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not that exciting I'm looking, for me. I'm looking through this because it's a, uh, you know, it's a multiple round draft. And at 40, has the Seahawks taking Matt Corral as the next quarterback? 40 for Corral. That's interesting. I mean, it's interesting for for Seattle too because they do. Who is their who's their current starter? Is it, is it Geno? For the Seattle? Seahawks, yeah, I uh, think it's Geno Smith. Is right it now. Geno or Drew Locke? Oh, they did get Drew. Oh, well, that's a that's a real quarterback battle in the uh, Pacific. Yeah, Northwest. either way, it's still like not super. It's still, Matt, I'd still rather have Matt Corral to be quite honest. Um, yeah. Know. And but then, even then, I, I don't know that... I mean, one, I don't know how quickly he'll be back from injury, but even past that... Yeah, they don't even have Geno Smith anymore, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, he's he's an unrestricted free agent right now. He could walk. Um, yeah, I am looking... Going down the line, I'm going to look They've got for Jacob him. Eason as their uh, other backup <laughs> legendary oh, quarterback. Oh, no. Oh, no. For <laughs> you remember where he played at college, right? Jacob Eason. Yeah. He was a North Dakota State guy, right? No, 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 no. no. That was uh, Eason uh, was uh, UW Washington. Oh. And then he, right. and then he, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I'm trying to look for. Uh, he went to the uh, college football playoff, I think. Right? Was that year? Well, Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. No, it was it was that year, right? Or maybe it wasn't that year. No, it wasn't different so quarterback. So I uh, did a a name search, and you know I don't I don't know. I think we might have disagreed about the first five picks with this guy, but he has Bo Melton going in the sixth round to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's low. I, I, that does feel a little low after like what he did. I, I still, I, I would still expect day three personally, but I agree. I mean, you know, he can, he can, t- he can uh, do as well as he wants in the combine, but you know, the majority of it is still what is on film, and you know, what is on film is. Not that it's not helping him, but like obviously the players around. It definitely him, like, like, and part of it I think is that he's going to start out at least as a special teams specialist. I, I, I don't see that not Most being the likely. case. I mean, he could definitely to... play. I mean, he'll definitely get snaps as a wide receiver. He'll get snaps as a fast guy, but I don't think that that's what he's going to get the majority of his rookie snaps doing. If that makes any sense. Yes. And then, on this one as well, Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round to the Cincinnati Bengals. A pick that they got from the Giants. So, unfortunately, we'll not see Isaiah Pacheco on the Giants, according to this mock draft. According to this mock draft. That's the thing. I mean, This mock draft could be completely wrong. That's the thing. I, I, I wonder how difficult it gets predicting these things once it gets down to, like, the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. Because a lot of the time it just ends up being, like, what vibe a coach got from a player and or like one scout got from a player and it could vary to an insane degree <laughs> it's got to be just like being blindfolded and throwing a dart like oh, you yeah. just you just have no idea but yeah that is uh you know very exciting obviously the NFL draft is April 28th the mock draft will be a little bit before that, probably <laughs> Chris before. is gone again. <laughs> I know. I was trying. We forgot to... to say it before. Chris is gone again. <laughs> I was trying to ask for the uh, <laughs> the actual date, but <laughs> we got about like twenty minutes to go here on the crew here on this Monday afternoon, or not afternoons, evening 
now here on this Monday evening on WRC The Crew. Welcome back. My name is Jack Passea along with Dennis Geisler to my left, Dylan McCoy straight ahead, and Chris Taconis who's somewhere I don't know Chris where. Chris questionable Chris- game time decision. <laughs> yeah, questionable game time decision for Chris Taconis, but he's, uh, he, he's, here, he's here in FM in spirit at the moment. Um, you know, we got like I said, we got 20 minutes to go here on the Monday crew, and we figured since there was an entire playoff bracket, almost, almost an entire bra- playoff bracket. Well, it's decided. the whole bracket. I mean, just you know, it's the, eight, the it's, it's the 20 decided. teams that have a chance to win the NBA championship were all decided and set in stone last night. The NBA playoffs which I would still say is one of my favorite times of the entire year. Love the NBA playoffs. Obviously, it'd be a lot better if a certain player was in it, but, you know, not going to go too far into that one. But, uh, you know, the NBA playoffs is upon us. A lot of fun coming up these next two months in terms of high-level basketball every single night. And, yeah, you know, Dylan's a Nets fan. He's got his team. Yes. The seventh – they're in the play-in. At the moment, as a seven seed, you know, um, Dennis, the Bulls fan, is <laughs> in the playoffs for what? When was the last time the Bulls were in the playoffs? Like, what, 2017 or maybe? It's certainly been a couple of years. It's I been a couple check. of years, and they're back in the playoffs, and they're there to do some damage. They're not, you know, one of these seven, eight seeds, or heck, nowadays, ten seeds, who really just go in trying to uh, do or win one game at most. They're not one of those teams. The Bulls are really going to try to put up a fight against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Should be really fun playoffs. Am I the only one that thinks, like, Atlanta, Charlotte, or Cleveland could win more than one game against Miami. Am I just am I just discounting? No, I, I think it's a, a decent lot? chance. Could they could? I, mean, I really like the way that the the Charlotte roster is put together. That's and the maybe thing. It's it's like, these a, aren't bad teams, especially in the East. I mean, the West, New Orleans or San Antonio, if they figure out a way to make it, they're they're gonna get swept by the Suns. I don't yeah. think there's any way around and, it. You know, Dylan. One thing that complicates this, and one of my many grievances with the play-in. It's a disadvantage to the two best teams in the league. You don't have all debt or all week to prepare for a team. I mean, think about the one seed. You're not, you're not, you're not, you don't know who you're playing until what Thursday, and then you got like two days to prepare for the net for your round one matchup versus the other these other teams preparing all week. I mean, I mean that's one of my grievances. I mean, this. do you really want to give the number one team in the the conference more they of an deserve advantage? It though. They just, I mean, they deserve it though. Am I wrong? I mean. Yeah, but uh, you know, whoever if the Suns end up if the Suns end up playing Minnesota or the Clippers or the Spurs or the Pelicans, I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference in terms of what happens. Well, in Minnesota the end. is currently four games better than the Clippers and about like twelve games better than the Spurs. So yes. there's a huge difference there, and it's a difference. Why, but that's I, another gripe of the play. But I why think if, is if, why? if you're the best team in the conference, you should beat your first round matchup. I oh, don't no, care if it's I, the seven seed. I don't care if it's the eight seed. I don't care if it's the twelve seed. I you agree. Should beat your first round matchup in. But four I to think five you should games. also get all the advantages of a one seed, a la, you know, a week to prepare for a team. Why At the does same the time, one seed I mean, get they do punished? get time to sit there and prepare it's not for one specific team but it also means that the other team doesn't know like the other team is explicitly not preparing for you because they're preparing for another team like right now the celtics can probably say okay we think the nets are probably going to beat the cavaliers and either way we know we have to scout one of these two teams it's not set in stone though it's not set let's in say stone. let's say the play doesn't exist okay we're playing the nets lock in on the nets instead the nets of instead say, of we are instead playing of hey the celtics lock in on the celtics it's Virtually the same thing. The Nets right now are like, we have to beat the Cavaliers or we might not be in the playoffs. Panic mode right now. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, as a Nets fan, I do not want to play Trey Young in a, like, do or die, go home game. That's also true, yeah. I've seen what my uh, brethren to the uh, (laughs) South, I guess, have experienced with Trey Young. And they're still hung up about it. They were chanting at the Yankees game. Uh, Knicks fans are a a breed of their own. But, (laughs) you know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I do get what you're saying, but ultimately, you know, I think it's just a lot of different challenges, but you know, we have most of the playoff bracket, uh, in the East, Miami's going to play the eight seed, whoever that becomes Philly and Toronto. I mean, we can talk about the four, series five. that are already determined, I guess. Philly um, and Toronto will be really good. That'll be a Toronto really always finds city. a way to make things very, very difficult. And Nick nurse is one of the best coaches in the league. They got one of the best defenses in the league to, you know, 
Toronto's just one of those teams that you know that's going to give you a really tough game um, in a really tough series just by default, right? Yeah. Just, it's going to be a dogfight. Sixers are one of the um, most talented teams. Most talented. Maybe not the best. Most but. talented teams you know, up front. I mean, Joel Embiid and James Harden are still two of the best players in the league. Um, I don't know why I'm saying still. It's more for James Harden. I mean, Joel Embiid is one of the best players in the league. James Harden is still one of the best players in the league. Toronto won and three other four meetings over- in the regular season. Wow. I think I'm, o- I'm shocked. I think overall this series is really going to come down to what the refs decide to do because so much has been made about how bad or how bad the foul calls are on Joel Embiid and James Harden. If they swallow their whistles, it's going to be very, very interesting. And it's going to be advantage Toronto. Huge, uh, I huge just, advantage. I just think, you know, like who who is Toronto going to match up down low with Joel Embiid? Yeah. I think that's going to be – That's a big problem. That's the biggest thing. Like – you can like like and Nick Nurse has done a great job before. Like obviously, you know, I think most notably his defensive game plan came up when in their title run when they beat Giannis. But the thing is, when he made that wall, he also had one of the best perimeter defenders maybe ever in Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I I um someone on Twitter said like, Oh, you know, they don't have Kawhi anymore, so how are they gonna guard and beat? Like Kawhi wasn't guarding Embiid to begin with. Like, I mean, he was he was guarding a six foot eleven Giannis. Who Giannis was go is down a bit one. different than Joel, though. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. But and Giannis just, was a lot different of a player back you know, in that. And I think and I think Nick Nurse is a great coach. And I think Toronto is a team like a team that has a lot a long ways to go. Like they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of young talent too. They had a guy who possibly could have won Rookie of the Year this year and Scotty Barnes. Yeah. great player. But. I just think right now it's a little bit too much too early, and I'd probably say Philly in five or six. Yeah, I think it'll be more on Philadelphia than Toronto. I don't know what the ceiling is for Toronto, and so I think it'll matter a lot more whether the Sixers find ways to beat themselves rather than the Raptors really find ways to win. Because I don't think the Raptors win another series after this series, and I don't think they beat a top-four team other than the 76ers, but... I mean, the Raptors, I, I think you have to be fairly happy about this matchup because you have the 76ers as an organization. You have Doc Rivers as a coach that you're playing against. Like, in terms of finding a weird first-round upset, this is probably one of the best scenarios to do so. <laughs> Especially with how tight that race was towards the end of the season. All three, two, three, four, all tied. Heat only two games ahead. You've got to be fairly happy for the Raptors in that case. Yeah, I kind of just joined this conversation midway. Um, <laughs> Hi, just, Chris. Ah. Yeah. Oh, you turned the light on, Jack. That was nice. It scared me. Um, it's getting a little dark out. Yeah, we were it having some issues dark. with the stream. They're all fixed now, so uh, now you can listen to us online, too. So that's, that's cool. That's why I kind of disappeared into thin air over the last 15 minutes. I don't know, man. If the Nets can make it out of the play, and I think we're winning it all, I'll just say that right now. I agree. I agree. We're the, we're the 2020 Lakers. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, yes. honestly. I mean, I was already on the bandwagon, but I'm really jumping on it if we beat Cleveland. So, wait, who who are the other playing teams again? I'm sorry. I'm Brooklyn, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Charlotte. I and I and I said when you were off air, I don't want to play Trey Young in a game where the no. fate of our season is on the line. No, Trey Young in a New York playoff game. That's is never, that's also what I said. That never that never goes very well. So, no, uh, Knicks fans are still hung up. Oh, on where it. where did Veronica Burton go? She just got drafted. What, to, what to whatever that's logo the Dallas that is. Wings. Dallas, Dallas Wings. Wings. Congratulations. It's, Great team name. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's better than Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was gonna say there, but uh, that's a good name. I think my my personal favorite is Indiana Fever. I do Ooh. like that name. I they have I, a lot of picks. I like L V Aces because I just think that's like perfect. Yes. And like I don't know. I, I, I think need, like any sports. Seattle team, Storm is pretty pretty good too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Especially because they're they're kind of like the, Bring back the Sonics. I need oh. I need Arella Garantes <laughs> to become a WRMBA superstar. That would be nice. She did not have that great of a season last year, but part no, of it really was just okay. limited. She's a rookie, though. She didn't really play that much. Limited usage, yeah. Yeah. But we also Back to have, the NBA. <laughs> we also have the 3 6 matchup in the East Milwaukee, Chicago, and Dennis. <laughs> I need to hear Dennis first. I'm sorry, but I think Bucks and four. Bangs fists on table. I don't think it'll be four. I think no, I five, either. six, maybe. But I just think Milwaukee's so good. Milwaukee's really good. Like, they. 
I I think right now I, looking at the looking at the Eastern like like uh, schedule as we hear the many goings of College Ave in the background. <laughs> uh, like I have to convince myself the Bulls are gonna be they they are going to have this exact core for a couple more years. This is just the first year. It wasn't supposed to be that good. They started out really hot. This will get them playoff experience. Dennis, I'm so sad that Lonzo is out Me right now. Me too. It's yeah, a so big, sad. It's a big impact. Bad injury luck. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm as big of a Lonzo fan as it comes, and he's yeah. Him, him, him injured right now. I mean, talk. I mean, I've been talking about my my teams. I got to root for for the playoffs. It definitely would have been the Bulls if Lonzo was healthy. Mm-hmm. Probably. St- I mean, I still, I'm still going to root for the Bulls because Lonzo's still on the team, but. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. It's that's tough. the thing. I, I I if the injury luck is a little better, like there's a couple things where it's like, ooh, I I I hope this Bulls team is good in a year, two years, like can actually contend for the Eastern Conference, but it's not gonna happen right now. And then I've gotta <laughs> I, I I've gotta temper my expectations before this series starts that that's what's going to happen. And then looking on the other side of the bracket, uh, the four or five in the West is Dallas and Utah, which could be... That is an interesting series now depend, uh, based on what happened last night. Is Luka going to play? Yeah. He was in a walking boot today. Yeah, that's Ooh, uh, not good. I mean, that makes... Honestly, it makes the entire difference in the series. If he plays, I think Dallas wins. I, and I don't think it goes seven. I think it maybe yeah. goes five or six. If he doesn't play, I think it's a real drag-out series. Because I, I just... Utah lately has just not been convincing me that they can, like, and obviously, like, before in the postseason they've had problems, but this year it just seems like that team is kind of, like, ready to come apart. Well, guess what? They just got the gift of a lifetime um, last night. So if they're not, if if they're going to do something, it's got to be now because Luka's out. I mean, if he does come back, he's not going to be the guy that you would think. And uh, it's going to be, it's, I mean, this is their time. This is their time to really take advantage of some a huge break they got. I mean, in terms of a single player that would impact a team the most to lose, like, there are not many players in the league that change their team as entirely as Luka right now. Like, even just, like, the way the team is built top to bottom, like, if you just... If, if Luka's not in for a full season, the Mavericks don't make the playoffs. They're, like, 12 seed. The, this team's just I not. Agree. Yeah, this team's just not good without him. Um, and I, I, I think that's that's all it is. Like he has to be playing, and if he's not playing, then the season's over. <laughs> um, so yeah, we move on to the the three four Warriors Nuggets. That's an interesting series. That that's a, interesting that's a very series. interesting series. I, I agree. It's, it's a you know mostly healthy Golden State team. Obviously, I believe Sands James Wiseman. I believe he's still out with the. Uh, he had a season-ending injury at some point, and he's not going to play. But I, can I say something about the Warriors? No, I, I feel like we've kind of just <laughs> forgot. I feel like they. I feel like they. I mean, I know they're one of the best teams. They've, they've kind of just forgot about their greatness. It's kind of like maybe they're not as dominant as they were four years ago, but they are still very good. It would not surprise me at all if it's, they're in the finals. It's, it's relatively oh, yeah. the agree. same team before they got Kevin Durant. I know. I, and I, I had James team, Wiseman, so I have a better big. And to be fair, the team is like six years older at this point, and that does matter. But even still, but like, they're not old yet. It's not like you know the yeah, twenty eleven like, Celtics. They're, yeah, they're not like a certain other ancient. California team. They actually built young. <laughs> they, they, they built with young players like Jordan. Yeah, especially Poole. while yes. they were and, down, they kind of had a time to yeah. build a little bit. And, I mean, yeah. Wiseman's not even playing. He was their number two pick in the draft um, in twenty twenty. I mean, mm-hmm. Jordan Poole is a rising star. I mean, they have Juan, Cristan, Juan Toscano Anderson, who's playing a lot. Um, you know, Stoke Von Looney is there. He's been a big, uh, big piece throughout their championship runs. Maybe not all going all the way back to like fit 2015, but he's been a big part of their team for a long time now. They have a lot of guys, and this is not a Lakers situation where it's just a bunch of retirement home people. This is a legit team with actual role players. <laughs> That's the that thing. Can, like, I, I, I do think even still the Western Conference Finals are going to be Suns-Warriors, and I don't know I, I how that agree. series goes. I agree. So, I like Golden State in this series. I mean, and, I mean, it's unfortunate for the Nuggets. It's but unfortunate for they, Jokic. They just don't have, yeah, I mean, they don't have players probably going to win a second MVP. I probably should. <laughs> I, 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 I had a vote I'd vote for. I'd vote for Jokic, but yeah, I mean, just it, not it, enough for I think him. he's leading his team in all five major statistical categories, if I'm not mistaken. 
I believe so. Points, that's rebounds, one of my assists, grapes. steals, blocks. The, uh, the that's NBA insane. MVP award. The MVP, NBA MVP award and how convoluted it is. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, well, we had this discussion, I believe, on Friday about the MLB MVP award, which I said was the best player award because you can't be – you can only be so valuable right. on a baseball team. I mean, Otani, Otani last year was – like literally game breaking. He could pitch and hit, and now mm-hmm. he can literally pitch and be the DH. Like yeah, so he I mean he could last year. He just did weird reasons. He yeah. couldn't be not, in all the not time. Just, but... Not just hit, but he can go yard. Well, like, yeah, oh, he hit yeah. forty something. That's what I'm I think forty eight home runs. That's what I'm saying. Like I mean, I don't care if he's on like the 1962 New York Metropolitans. Like you know that that if you're doing that, you're the best player in the league, and it's not really much of a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's I, I've always been a big believer in that should be it because. Yeah, well, if that's not, how are you honoring the best player? Hopefully, his uh, teammate will return to MVP levels this year and have yes. a full health. What an season. exciting season that would be for I, his first everyone. Home, <laughs> his first home run was literally a, the fastest pitch he's ever hit a home run off of. We're talking about Mike Trout. If yeah, if, you, if the listeners are unaware, <laughs> you mean but, the uh, only two uh, Angel players who are household names, despite that team. Oh, uh, they have Noah Syndergaard. I mean, I, I think he's I a household wanna, name. I don't want to think about him anymore. <laughs> but. All right, we've got about uh, six minutes left. We'll we'll con- we'll consent. We'll. I'm trying to think of the word. Condense. We'll condense this into rapid fire. Um, you know, uh, I think right now, uh, snap pick. Who who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? And what are the finals looking like? Suns Celtics. Uh, Suns winning six. I like it. You think Boston's defense carries them? Yeah. Warriors, Nets, Nets in seven. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, I love oh my yes. goodness! I love it! I love it! Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack has no comment. Jack is blown away. I, you, you, t- you took me off my game. I was, <laughs> I had, I had a prediction, and I. It was why it was the Nets Warriors. <laughs> Nets, Nets, Warriors, Nets in seven. Yeah, it was the exact same pick. <laughs> it's yeah, like I, when someone uh, has uh, the same sh- pin um, number. My, um. S- what was it? Bucks Warriors. That was my that was my prediction. And and then what? And um Giannis gets Giannis repeats in, in seven. We haven't had a game seven in the finals I, in what six years? I won another game seven. Was the last one Le- LeBron? Yup, twenty sixteen. Wow. That was one of the best game games of basketball ever too. Oh. Exactly. Oh, I yeah, won another excellent. game seven of the finals and we're gonna get it this year. So I, I I agree with Jack. Uh, I think the Bucks are top to bottom the best team in the East. I think in a seven game series, the only team that has a realistic chance of beating them in the seven game series is either who comes out of the two seven. Uh, I think either of them could contest. I mean, you look at last year, uh, Kevin Durant had James Harden at about five percent and no Kyrie Irving, and he was half a shoe size away from putting the Bucks away himself uh, in Game Seven. Obviously, it didn't happen. But I don't think that either Boston or the Nets, as much as I hate to say it, are, have the talent to put away Milwaukee. I think Giannis is too good. I think Chris Middleton steps up too much when it matters. Um, so I think Milwaukee will come out of the East. And in the West, you know, I know the Suns are the, have the best record in basketball. And I know that they've looked very good. But I, I just don't have the faith in them to put away a Warriors team in the finals. I think playoff experience is a lot, and I think, you know. They just made the finals last I'll, year. I, I know. I'll say but this. If Golden State's going to make the finals, Steph Curry is going to be, you know, the main reason why, obviously. I think, I think that's but, going to happen. But, but. Draymond and especially Clay Thompson are going to have to play huge. Yeah, and I think I think they will. That's my prediction. Like I think Clay Thompson is going to come back and he's going to be a big big time playoff performer. Draymond Green is the ultimate role player that people just love to crap on. I mean he's he's an incredible player, and you know they have they have a young mix of guys that I think could really you know do a good job. And you know that's going to be it's like every championship. It's going to be the role players and then it's going to be the best players stepping up in the biggest moments. And I think the Warriors are best equipped to do that. Yeah. I, I would I would have to agree with you there. Um and I also I also do agree that I think Milwaukee is gonna win the NBA championship. Uh, you know. I don't really know who's defending Giannis ever, let alone in the finals. I mean, you know, if Phoenix does make it out, we saw what happened last season. They just 
couldn't defend Giannis and Middleton and had a really tough time with Wait, it. I asked you guys the question of what team you guys don't want to see win the title. I never got my answer to that. It's Phoenix. Why? Why? What's I your issue with them? I don't like. I don't like Phoenix. I don't. What's like, problem with is, them? Is it a Chris Paul thing? Like I don't really like Chris Paul. And then also, I like Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker. He's guy. hard to not. I like. think Devin Booker's really. Yeah, good. I, I like. I the guy. despise Jay Crowder. Um, <laughs> That's fair. For obvious Mikel, Bridges, I like. Um, nah, I mean, I guess they, you are I don't like. like I don't like the way they carry sense. themselves. Overall. And Chris Paul, Chris Paul, I'm not a big fan of. I don't like. I don't like. I saw a lot of Chris Paul in last year's playoff run. I don't like the way he plays. But I wow. guess he is a Lakers fan. I I can <laughs> I I can see why. I can understand why you wouldn't like Jay Crowder too. That that one makes yeah. I think the most sense. Still, um, I mean, like you, you look at Phoenix as a city, like the Suns as an organization. Like I they they deserve it. <laughs> they deserve one. <laughs> if if Toronto and, can get one, Phoenix. And by the way, this all stays on the basketball court too. I don't dislike these players as people, but well, yes. I mean, <laughs> on the basketball court, I despise Jack. Jack, I wouldn't think you'd be that petty. That's, yeah, that's no, what I'll Jack's be saying after like the, the Targum game. <laughs> I like all these guys as people, but on the court, <laughs> on the court, despise me. RSU and four. That's a RSU and four. Absolutely. That's a that's Targum WRSU game in a nutshell. Right there. We're all friends. We're all friends right now. But when the when the lines are drawn, McCoy's my teammate, and you guys are the enemy. <laughs> Chris is the opposing coach. <laughs> oh my no, God. Chris is I've playing. Got, Chris is playing. No, I'm not playing. I've, we've established you're going to rip, rip off the suit, and you're going you're to have to Bill First Russell, off, I am player. not Mike Woodson. I am not wearing a suit in, in, in the year of 2022. I'm Bill sorry, Russell, no. player coach. Player coach. <laughs> now, Chris, I would like the over-under. So you're like Michael uh, Jordan, part owner, part player. I would like the over-under of how many chairs will be thrown across the court. No, 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 no. no. I, I have uh, <laughs> I have told myself I will limit myself to uh, snapping uh, clipboards and no, McCaffrey style giving <laughs> passive aggressive comments in the post game radio interview. <laughs> I'm uh so uh, I can imagine now Pat being like so Sacco uh, why uh, why didn't you guys uh, do a better job on the defensive end I'm like I don't know man uh, ask Geisler. <laughs> <laughs> that is my job. That is my ask job. him <laughs> ask him he, I mean he had he had the Bisea assignment I don't know what happened there just yeah but well, I, uh, I think that's it as yeah good as uh, on as any. yes I knew uh, I knew the Targum WRCU game is gonna make an appearance at some point. Yes. No, it will. I will. Chris, if, if we can't get it done where we want to get it done on Rutgers property, we'll just find a court and do it. That? Chris, okay. can we? Can we Holloway, get a... I'm talking to you. Get us a court time right now. <laughs> Chris, can we get a date for the mock draft? Because me and we have a date for the mock draft. It's a Wednesday, the 27th. Wednesday, April the 27th. The day before the draft. It's very easy be to remember. The WRSU mock draft. Stay tuned for that. But that's going to.